to another episode of Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am your uh, substitute MC, uh, Andy McBride, as Devo. Uh, we kind of accidentally scheduled this wrong, and uh, Thursday nights is when Devo is in his all-funk cover band uh, where he plays saxophone, and he couldn't come in tonight. I understand it's 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 a parliament night and he's got the high heels on and uh, he actually, he oils up his chest and has his shirt unbuttoned. It's really something to see, but anyway, he can't be podcasting tonight. Uh, but with us tonight, we do have the dependable Kells. Well, just, just so everyone listening knows, if you want to check out this funk cover band, it's called Sexual Chocolate. They most do. <laughs> I do. I do want to check that out. <laughs> if that's not a thing, it needs to be. <laughs> and with us tonight, the sensei, Neil. What are we up to tonight, Neil? Hey, I thought we'd play some trivia. Hot dog. Right. Each week we have a theme, and within that theme we've got six categories, four questions each. Each question is worth 10 points, with a few bonus points thrown in here and there, and then a final question, which is worth up to 100 points. So do you guys remember last week where I did 10 letter no, words? No, I drink a lot. <laughs> yeah i remember so yeah. i thought we had so much fun with 10 letter words that i would no. i would take it up to 11 son of a Seriously? no 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 i'm just kidding i'm just kidding that was just a joke I'm gonna lose my mind i'm not sure what i did come up with is much better uh-huh but we'll have oh. to be the judge of that once the dust has settled yeah okay. They're, they're chanting, let's go, sensei, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have heard of a website called Wikipedia, haven't you? Yes. yes. As a school teacher, I have come across it from time to time. <laughs> work. Properly cited, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if you ever noticed, but off to the, to the left, there's, a, there's this link that says random article. I guess I haven't. Yeah, it takes you just to a random page on Wikipedia, a random topic. And there's, I don't know how many topics there are on Wikipedia. And I thought, I'm going to challenge myself to basically pick 24 <laughs> random articles and write oh trivia questions about them. I love wow. this so much. Do you? Because it, it turned out to be really, really hard. There's <laughs> There's so many articles that are... The, the entire article is basically this genus of beetle was discovered in 1988 in, in oh. Borneo. And, wow. and that's the entire article. And I can't, I'm, <laughs> I, I swear I came across 10 or 15 of those four beetles. And then there's this, this river is a right tributary of the Rhone and, and that, and that's the entire article. So plus I wanted to keep the categories. So I ended up doing a lot of random articles but every question, imagine. <laughs> every question is is from a random article. So that's why some of the setups for the questions are are kind of odd. Okay. But well, let's just see how it goes. And I can I, I have to admit, while you were telling us about it, I had to try this out. So I went to Wikipedia and hit the the random article button. I finally I found it. And uh, I can see this would be difficult because my random article is Frank Boya a Cameroon international football player who plays midfielder for the Zulu Warragams, mm -hmm. Yep, who's currently on loan from Antwerp. 
Yeah, I got oh. I got articles <laughs> I got articles about villages in Poland that have one line or yeah. uh, <laughs> s- soccer players that play in a city league in Istanbul. Well, I hope I didn't use that one. I don't think I used that one. <laughs> Right. Oh, well, <laughs> wait, strap in. It's going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Okay, category one is geography. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Parampalam Kanagasabapathy was a professor at the University of Ceylon. What is Ceylon known as today? And for a bonus... What is the capital of the country formerly known as Ceylon? Ceylon. C-E-Y-L-O-N. Oh. I would like another random question. (laughs) (laughs) Andy would like to roll the dice. (laughs) Papa Maddox rolls the dice. Um, (laughs) I can rule out United States. (laughs) I don't even know where to start. Yeah. Andy, this country was got its current name in your lifetime. Okay, I kind of wondered. In Andy's life. So in the last 150 years. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't say that. Beat you to it. <laughs> uh, well, I don't think Andy's going to get it if I if I throw out my thought process because I, I I think it's in. Go Asia. ahead. I am. I'm just now. I'm just going through countries that were created in the last 51 years. So how about this? If you want, mm-hmm. I'll give you an easy mode, but I'll do, I'll tell you what the bonus is. Oh, I'll tell you the capital, and then for half points, you can tell me what the country is. I will take that easy mode, sir. Yeah, I'll take it too. Okay. So the capital of this country is Colombo. C O L O M B O. Just one more thing. Um, <laughs> I'm locked in. Yeah, I'm locked in as well. Okay. Kels? Sri Lanka. Andy? Uh, Sri Lanka. It is Sri Lanka. Hey. I'm just proud of myself for getting that guy's name right. Yeah, it's a fantastic job. Wow. Yeah. I, I won't no try idea who that is. Kanagasabapathy. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> Kanagasabapathy. <laughs> That's pretty close, yeah. It's got, it's got a nice rhythm to it. All right, question two. One species of the fern of the fern, Hymenophyllum, is found in areas such as Gippsland, the Central Tablelands, and the Blue Mountains of what country? Did um did you share with Davo tonight's <laughs> theme before he called in sick? <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm locking. I have a weird guess. All right, Andy. Australia. Because it sounds like uh, oh, the World War One battlefield of, I've just, I, I don't want to, I'm going to butcher it, but it sounds similar to this. Now I'm getting the words mixed up. Gallipoli, or you know what I'm talking about? Gallipoli? World War One. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that's related, but. Kels? I, re- I really like Andy's answer now. I've, I'm pretty sure there are, there are blue mountains in Jamaica. Uh, I think there are blue mountains in Jamaica. However, <gasps> Gippsland, oh, no. Gippsland and the Central Tablelands are in Australia. Oh, oh my nice God. Andy. 
I knew your answer. Wow. That's probably the last one I'm going to get right tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the next random article was about a statue named How Doth the Little Crocodile by surrealist artist Leonora Carrington, which is installed in a pond at the Chapultepec Park in what city? Chapultepec. (laughs) Chapultepec. Locked in. No, I, I locked in. Kels? I said Lima, Peru. Okay. Andy? I said Berlin. All right. Um, For no reason. The job of a chimney sweep yeah. comes with a great deal of responsibility. <laughs> scares the hell out of me every time. That is so loud. It is really loud. <laughs> I'm going to turn that down a little bit. No, that's what we get for not getting it right. We deserve to be af- uh, afraid. I mean, yeah. this one, this is <laughs> it should be a penalty. This is one of the ones that made me think that maybe this isn't quite such a great idea. But I kept going. <laughs> so, believe it or not, Leonora Carrington is a Mexican artist. Oh, I almost said And Mexico Chapultepec City. Park is in Mexico City. I, I started with like the first hump of the M and I was like nah crocodile Mexico City you don't know <laughs> much water there <laughs> I was thinking Aztec or Incan honestly because the Incans were in Peru right yeah okay yeah alright uh, the next article was about Klek Croatia which uh-huh. is as you know a village on the southern coast of Croatia on the Adriatic sure what well-known dog breed is named after this region of Croatia? And I have an easy mode for half points and a super easy mode for two points if you can't get it after the easy mode. <laughs> Andy, so basically he's saying you will not get the easy mode. Yeah. <laughs> I will play your game. <laughs> I would like the easy mode, sir. Same. Okay. Easy mode is the breed became very popular after a 1956 novel by Dodie Smith and the movie released a few years later. Locked in. Is the easier mode you just meet, you just punching me in the face? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the easier mode is he actually gives you the answer, but he berates you while doing it. Oh, I do that anyway. Sure. I'm locked in. Okay. So the super easy mode for anybody who wanted it at home is the breed is also associated with firefighting. Hey, yes. Let's get it. Okay. So Andy. Dalmatian. And Kels. Get me those puppies. Dalmatians. Yep. Klek Croatia is in the region of Dalmatia. Huh. Yeah. Man, that's special. I got a whole 10 points. You did. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of round one, <laughs> Kells has 10 and Andy has 20. It's going to be so fast going through the scores because there's only uh-huh. two of us. Did you know that if you go to uh, any article on, on Wikipedia, pretty much, and click on the first link and then click on the first link from that article and so on, eventually you'll mm-hmm. get to philosophy. Okay. Really? Yeah. It might take four or five links. It might take 10 or 15, but eventually you'll get to philosophy. Do you have a job? 
<laughs> All right. Asking for a friend. The reason I mentioned that is because a lot of the articles I found ended up taking me to universities. Mm-hmm. So the next category is universities. Okay. Oh. I went to one once. <laughs> so I got an article about Nono Maldonado, who's a Puerto Rican fashion editor and designer. Duh. Um, <laughs> he was educated at Fordham University, which is the mm-hmm. third oldest university in which state? Oh, where's Fordham University? I'm going going based on the TV show that I used to watch. I'm locked in as well. Okay, Andy. I think it's in New York. Kels. I also said New York. It is in New York City. Hey, thank you, King of Queens. Question two. Article for Jerry L. Ross informed me that he's the co-owner of the record for the most space flights with seven shuttle missions. He attended Purdue University, which has an athletics mascot named Pete. But what type of vehicle is the official mascot of the entire university? Locked in. I'm looking. I can see their logo in my in my head, so I'm, I'm gonna go with that. I'm locked in. Okay, Kels. So I know Purdue is the Boilermakers. So, but on their logo, it's like the front of a, a locomotive. So I said a train. Andy. It is the Purdue Boilermakers, and they use a steam locomotive as their logo. It is. The Boilermaker Special is a train, although the one they use for like events is actually built on a truck chassis. <laughs> but they used to have like their own they used to have their own like train, what do you call them? Branches, lines. Yeah, Purdue was actually you know, when railroads were on the cutting edge of technology, Purdue is one of the leading research universities for railroad technology, where the whole Boilermakers thing comes from. Oh, wow. All right. Question three. John McLean is an American sports writer for the Houston Chronicle. He graduated <laughs> from private from what private university in Waco, Texas in 1975? I liked it, but that's not where I thought that question was going. <laughs> said John McClain. I was like, Dark? <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> I'm like, dude. Got six weeks to my retirement. I didn't think about that when I wrote it, but as soon as I read it, I'm like, wait a minute. How do you not? Um, <laughs> I'm just drawing a blank. I'm, I'm going to punt. I have no idea. Oh, Andy. Andy? Now Ray Guy comes in for his first punt of the day. Kick is away. There's a high, twisting, hang time spiral. And Kels. The home of the Bears, Baylor University. It is Baylor University. right. I should have known that. And finally, in universities, John Mander was a British political commentator who attended Trinity College, which is a constituent college of what university? I'm locked in with a guess. I got, all right, I'm locked in. Okay. Kels? I just said Oxford. Andy? Went with Morpheus. When Trinity. and how you sweep is a vital <sighs> part of curling. As sounds about right. So other graduates of Trinity College include Francis Bacon, six British prime ministers, Isaac uh-huh. Newton, James Maxwell, Ernest Rutherford, Niels Bohr, Lord Tennyson, Lord Byron. Cambridge. Cambridge. 
Uh, Bertrand Russell. A lot of smart folks. Yeah, that's what uh-huh. I say. Yeah, Star studded. Mm-hmm. All right. At the end of category two, we have a tie. It's anybody's <laughs> game. 40 points. <laughs> wow. But now we have history. Uh, okay. So I expect, Random history. I expect many scores. <laughs> I expect many scores. I expect many laughs, many scores, many entertainment. <laughs> Question one. The Murmansk group or Murmanians was a common name for a Polish military formations that fought against what faction in the area of Murmansk and Arkhangelsk in 18 in 1918 and 1919. Locked in. Um, I said what faction? So I'm not looking in? for a nationality or anything. That's the thing I've heard of, so I'm locked in. All right. Kels? Said the Bolsheviks. Andy? Oh, that makes much more sense. I said Germany, which wasn't making any sense. Yeah, it was the Bolsheviks. Romansk and Archangel are in uh, northern Russia. Yeah, I I know. I can't pronounce the city. It's Archangel. What's the the It's A-R-K-H-A-N-G-L-E-S-K. It's named after the Archangel. Archangel Michael. Yeah, I learned that from the GoldenEye video game. There's a stage that takes place there. (laughs) There you go. Question two. In 1996, the Sperry Smith House in Sparta, Tennessee, was listed on a governmental list of notable sites, buildings, structures, districts, and objects deemed worthy of uh, uh, preservation. Sure. What is the official name of this list? And for a five-point bonus, what is the government agency that manages it? I'm locked in. I'm locked in. All right, Andy. The National Register of Historic Places. Okay. Do you want to try for the bonus? I'm sorry, there was a bonus? What government agency <laughs> manages the list? Oh, it'd be the Parks District, Park Service. Kels? I said the list of historical sites. And I said the National Historical Society. Well, Kels, the only word you got correct was historic <laughs> so i don't think i'm going to be able to give you any points for that that's fair the correct answer is the national register of historic places and it mm-hmm. is managed by the national park service huh. which is an agency within the tar- department of the interior good job andy way to go andy it was the first one i felt confident about all night <laughs> <laughs> that's not true you you got purdue pretty oh, boilermakers yeah yeah. Two. <laughs> well, how much do you know about the bombing of Vienna during World War II? Because there's an article about the bombing of Vienna during World War II. Mm. Well, this is the first I'm hearing of the bombing in the article. <laughs> uh, so from this article, I learned that in January of 1945, the horses of the Spanish riding school were evacuated what horse breed is closely associated with the Spanish Riding School of Vienna? You, Neil. <laughs> it's not historical. It's not trivial. The bombing of Vienna isn't historical. Locked in. Why am I? You know what? Screw it. Locked in. <laughs> I, I, th- I thought the most interesting thing about this is that there's uh-huh. a famous riding school in Vienna called the Spanish Riding School. It's been there for a very long time. Okay, Kels, what's your answer? 
I said that Lipizan. Lipizan. Andy. Clydesdales. The correct answer is Lipizan. What? I said the correct answer is Lipizan. That's actually Spanish. <laughs> no. <laughs> actually, I think their uh, I think the horse breed is uh, maybe Italian or Slovenia somewhere around in there. Because don't they have like the the Lipizan like um. I don't want to call them fancy, but like it's like a fancy team of horses. No, they do really, they do really fancy movements. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of they kind of dance. So the this, design of dancers. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Spanish riding school is one of the um, most famous riding schools, dressage, uh, classical dressage um, schools in the world, Ooh. and they they have these lipizans. And they're very protective of them. So when they get bombed, they move them, I guess. Sure. Makes because, sense. I mean, what's the alternative, I guess? As as the uh, substitute MC tonight, I am desperately trying to sound interested here. <laughs> I don't know why Dave didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's interesting. It's very interesting. Question four. Menachem Stern was a Jewish scholar murdered by terrorists in 1989. His area of study was the Second Temple period, which started in about 1516 BCE, when the Second Temple of the Temple Mount in Jerusalem was replaced the First Temple, which was named after who? So, shorter question, what was the name of the First Temple on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem? Oh, locked in. Locked in. Andy. Surely. <laughs> that one sneaks up on you. Yeah. <laughs> Kills. Surely Temple. <laughs> Sir Abraham. Sweet to lick. Yeah. You have a problem with that. It was Solomon. Solomon's Sol- temple. Oh. Maybe you heard By of the him. way, um, yeah. a trivia nugget, uh, as we're recording this tonight, it is Ralph Marchio's uh, birthday. Machia? Uh, the Karate Kid. So sweet. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. At the end of round three, uh, Andy has 55. Kells has 60. It's anybody's game. Just wait till you get to the final oh, question. Oh, I wish it was somebody else's game. You guys are going to love it. <laughs> the final question? Well, you know, Wikipedia has a lot of articles about lists. So I just kept uh-huh. kept going until I found a list. So it's the first <laughs> list question. The first list that I found on Wikipedia. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, so category four is entertainment. Oh, all right. Something this hasn't been so far for me. <laughs> oh, you're having fun. You're not fooling anybody, Andy. <laughs> Question one. This Christmas is a 2012 album by what duo who were in two movies together? 1983's Two of a Kind, which was a critical and commercial failure. And a 1978 musical, which was much more successful. I'm locked in. Got it. Okay. Kels? Locked in. Um, I guess John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. Andy? It's got to be Grease, so it's John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. You are both correct. Or Olivia Newton-John Travolta. <laughs> oh, I see I what you did there. <laughs> that is correct. Hey. Okay, so... I came across a, a band, uh-huh. a Swedish melodic death metal band. Oh, my oh. gosh. 
I was with you until you said death yeah. metal. <laughs> yeah. One in the chamber. Hang on. This is not this is gonna be easier than it sounds. Oh is it? So the name of the band <laughs> is Gates of Blank, where blank is the name of the Mesopotamian goddess known as the Queen of Heaven, and also the name of a truly awful nineteen eighty seven movie starring Warren Beatty and Dustin Hoffman. Oh, 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 oh. Considered one of the worst movies ever made. Yes. Got it. There it is. Locked in. Um, I'm locked in. Okay. Kels? Papillon? Andy? Ishtar. Ishtar. Correct yeah, answer. There is it is. Ishtar. I was thinking Inchon, and I was like, that's a bad one, right? I was, that. you know what I was stuck on was Babylon Gates of, and I, 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 could, I knew it was a desert thing, and I just, I was stuck on desert names for a bit. Oh, that's, uh, Have you seen Papillon, Kels? No, I just know it exists. Uh, you should watch that. That's a great movie. Is it? Yeah, and it does have Dustin Hoffman, but I don't think Warren Beatty's in it. It's, um... Uh. I know it wouldn't raids. All right. So imagine how excited I was when I got an article about all rebel rockers, which is the sixth album by Michael Franti and the spearhead. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it peaked at number 37 on the U S billboard 200. Huh. And so that's pretty much all I had for that. So I thought, well, maybe I'll dig into the, to the billboard 200. Uh-huh. And I learned that in 2014, the Billboard 200 changed its methodology. What was the significant change they made to the calculations of most popular albums and EPs in 2014? Locked in. Locked in. Andy? They started tracking streaming. Kels? Tracking streaming data. Yep. They started tracking streaming. Whew. Well, that started off bad. <laughs> I was about to say I really I like don't have no idea. <laughs> I'm guessing it got to 35 on the hot 200 when nobody was looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't write the year down. I think it was in the 2000s actually, but no. It really ended up not being at all important. Uh-huh. Okay. So, um question 4. I don't know about this one. <laughs> the sigh that got me. <laughs> yeah. Well, part of it like, is... That was a sigh of something like, this is too cruel for me. Like, you know. <laughs> Honestly, I, I expect at least one of you to get it right. I just, I'm okay. more sighing because this isn't really entertainment, but at this oh. point, I was just really ready to be done. <laughs> I know how that feels. <laughs> so, I got an article about something called the Tythonus Poem. And I found Uh out that that was written by an ancient Greek poet named Sappho, also known for her work Ode to Aphrodite. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually know this bit. On what Greek island was Sappho born? Locked in. Greek island. I am stunned that I know that so quickly. Locked in. Kels? Crete. Andy? Lesbos. Correct answer is Lesbos. How the hell do you know that, Andy? I swear to God, I I really think that's from freshman comp and our freshman lit, and I still know it. So there's also um, words sapphic and lesbian. 
that are both words for female love. And so the word sapphic is named after this poet, and she's from Lesbos, which is where the word lesbian comes from. I'm confident that's why I remembered all that, too. I kind of had a feeling. That would be the kind of thing I'd remember from a freshman lit class. All right. At the end of round four, Kells has 80. Andy's pulling away with 95. Oh. And there's only two categories left. Uh-huh. I can write some more, though. Oh, um, we're good. Yeah, okay. So category five is science and technology. Carl Schwendler was an... <laughs> was a... <laughs> Uh, was a German electrician who in the mid 1800s was one of the first proponents of using what metal as the filament in incandescent light bulbs, which are still used today. I have a guess, but I'm afraid I'm like, this is going to be one of those times you guys go like, that's not even a metal. I'm I'm locked in. I was going to try giving you a hint or or an easy mode. I can. I just... It would be a very breezy mode. Really? Yeah. Kind of want to hear it now. But I'll tell you what I'm it was. In. Okay. So my breezy mode was going to be, it has the chemical uh, symbol of W. Oh, I'm right then. But that, you understand <laughs> what? right. I wouldn't know. <laughs> what, what? Yeah, you, it, it would throw you all the way off, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> w. What'd you come up with, Andy? Cadmium. Okay. Mm. That is that is an element. Yes. Kels. Wolfram, which is better known as tungsten. It is tungsten. Oh. Which is why it has oh. the W for the uh for the symbol. <sighs> yeah, this is <laughs> <laughs> it's weird how you seem to not enjoy the ones where you don't do as well. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> it's funny that. <laughs> so should should I just write like an all all Beatles, like actual Beatles, instead of the. I was gonna say you did an all Beatles one once. It turned out to be about the bug, and the cars, <laughs> and the cars. Yeah, that was fun. All right, so Wikipedia has pages on specific dates. So, like the one I I got randomly was January 9th, and it shows a whole list of things that happened on January 9th of very mm-hmm. various years. And so mm-hmm. I learned that on January 9th, 2007, Steve Jobs first announced what product? Locked in. Locked in. Kels? The iPhone? Andy? I'm torn between the iPhone and the iPod. I'm going to go with the iPhone. That's what I wrote down anyway. It is the iPhone. Hey. I was thinking iPod too, Andy, but... Yeah, I was. I had iTunes, iPod, and, and iPhone all floating around there. All right. Question three. In 1993, Richard Stearns won an award given by the Association for Computing Machinery for contributions and major technical importance to the computer field. This award is sometimes referred to as the Nobel Prize of Computing and is named for a man who was often credited with being the key founder of theoretical computer science and artificial intelligence. What is the name of the award? Locked in. Um, well, I know who the guy is anyway. I'm locked in. Andy? Alan Turning Award? Kels? Asimov. Correct answer is the Turing Award. <laughs> okay, so I got an article called Method of Conditional Probabilities, which was 
just all math and it was really difficult to narrow down to a good question. But I imagine there were so many. <laughs> how, how do I pick just one from the, what was the title of the page again? It was a method of conditional probabilities. Method of conditional probabilities. I, I could, that's what I've been doing as soon as we're done recording, <laughs> opening that page up and getting some popcorn. Well, you are in luck because <laughs> this question may help. Oh. Okay. So what is the nine letter term in math, in math and computer science that describes a finite sequence of well-defined instructions used to solve a class of specific problems or to perform a computation? And see, this one's only a nine-letter word. Yeah, proof so, has five letters, so I'm already out. Locked in. Oh, a uh, oh. Would it? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got this. It's a. It's nine letters, so I'm going with it regardless. So. Hold on, I think I got did you this. spell it right? Uh, uh, maybe it's the wrong word, but you spelled it wrong. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just wrong because it's wrong, and it just happens to have nine letters. Locked in. Kels. I said operation. Okay. Andy. Equation. Are you an experiment in artificial yeah. stupidity? Equations is eight letters. The correct answer is algorithm. Oh, oh and that even crossed my mind. Ah. Oh. An algorithm. Yep. All right. Did we do the scores at the end of this round? We did not. Okay. No. Well, let's do that now. Kells has 100 and Andy has 115. Hot dog. Which brings us to sports. <sighs> random sports. Yeah, pretty random. <laughs> so here's pretty much the entire Wikipedia article for Alicia Kaufmanes. She's an Argentine sprinter who competed in the 1968 Summer Olympics. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Where <laughs> where were the 1968 Summer Olympics held? is my question to you. Really? You found a way to work one of these into this one. Locked in. 1968 Summer Olympics. I have a picture from those games to my left. What the hell? Yeah, that should be a big clue. <laughs> yeah, Andy. Huge clue. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I'm locked in. Go ahead, Andy. At first, I, I was guessing a small town in Arkansas, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm sure I know the picture you're referring to, and that picture was taken in Mexico City. Kels? It is Mexico City. Do you want to share why you have a picture of that? Uh, it's a picture of uh, Tommy Smith and John Carlos after the 200-meter dash with the, the, the Black Power salute, and also Peter Norman. The second second fastest man. Yeah, that picturing that picture is how I remember the '68 Olympics too, because that's pretty much the height of the Black Power thing, right? Yeah, exactly. That's why I know exactly what I know about it. Okay, question two. So the Dhaka Platoon is a franchise team that plays the most popular sport in Bangladesh. Which sport is the most popular sport in Bangladesh? Bangladesh. Bangladesh. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm going to try to have a Bangladesh question every game <laughs> from now on, because that seems slightly less objectionable than milk. Yeah, until they make us their national podcasts, 
Bring a little trivia. The most popular sport in Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. I I'm locked in. I'm also locked in. I have a logical answer. Kels, I say cricket. <laughs> Andy, and I said cricket. It's cricket. Okay. Okay, and have you ever guys have you guys ever heard of uh, Major League Baseball pitcher John Flaw? John nope. Flaw, I have not. Okay, well, here's why. <laughs> in april of 2021 he finally made it to the big leagues after several years in the minors uh-huh. his uh his career in the majors didn't last very long because he had a win-loss record of zero zero and a 13.5 era mm. but Oof. he did have three major league strikeouts Okay. His first major league strikeout was against a huge Yankees outfielder who was the 2017 American League Rookie of the Year. Who was this outfielder? Locked in. Oh, I can see him. I just lost his name. I think he pitched an inning and a half and had four runs. Oh. And they yanked him and took him back down into AAA. Oh. Well, who lets a new pitcher out against the Yankees? Especially these Yankees. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Did he like really piss somebody off? <laughs> I'm I'm locked in. Andy? I think I'm wrong. Is it Aaron Judge? Kells? No. I said Aaron Judge. Okay. The gentleman is six foot seven and weighs somewhere around 280 pounds. He, he was a big Goodness boy. Gracious. And he is Aaron Judge. All right, and our last question, try not to be too disappointed. (laughs) No. Here's an article about a particular sport in the 2010 Asian Games. Uh Lin Dan beat Lee Chong Wei in the 2010 Asian Games men's finals of what sport, which originated in in British India in the mid-1800s? And I have an easy mode if you need it, half points. I am I locked in. I'm locked in. Okay. So you're both locked in. The easy mode is the sport doesn't use a ball. Hey. All right. So far, so good. All right. Kels? Is that badminton? And Andy? And I said badminton. It is badminton. Badminton. I know I pronounce that wrong every time I've ever said it in my yeah, life. Yeah, I think but... everybody does. That's all right. <laughs> all right. At the end of our regular questions... Andy has 155. Kells has 140. Kells has to get two more of these than Andy does. The final question here. Okay. Well, good game, Andy. Congratulations on your win. Could <laughs> be geography, buddy. Oh, it's it's definitely geography. <laughs> yeah. I don't even yeah. know where this is going. It's completely random. So the first list question or first list article I got when I was doing my random Wikipedia articles was a list of all the uh, countries and dependencies in Europe ordered by population density. <laughs> Come Say on, what? man. Really? <laughs> Are you serious I didn't even understand right what you just said. Population density. Uh, so countries in, in that have the most population density in Europe. Or, no, country, countries and dependencies. 
and Population. dependencies. Okay. Yeah. You know what a dependency punt. is? Did you say punt? <laughs> what was spelled dependency? Dependency. Yeah, depend- it's it's a political uh division that's not part of the country, but there are some relationships between the country. So for example, U.S. Virgin Islands are a dependency of the United States. Guam is a dependency of the United States. Because they're territories. So you're saying... Kind of. Okay. So like American Samoa would be a dependency. Right. Okay. But these are all in Europe. And I have a list of the top 20 here. So Uh you name any of the top 20. Population density. Give me 10 of them. And I did that because uh, of the dependencies, because some of them I, I would never have thought of myself. So I'm uh, being a little lenient here. Plus, I want to get this score up a little bit. I mean, <laughs> scores are pretty bad. Will your list beat their lists? Find out soon. In 1957, Laika became the first animal to orbit Earth. What kind of animal was Laika? What is the only team in the Big Four North American Sports Leagues which shares its name with one of the Avengers? And here's one more question for you. Are you the type of person who enjoys playing trivia games, learning new things, and having a bit of fun along the way? If you are, or if you just want to find out the answers to those other questions, then our podcast, Quiz and Hers, might be right up your alley. Each week, one of us writes new trivia questions for the other person, covering everything from science to history to pop culture to sports. And every question in a game relates to some theme, like Game of Thrones, internet memes, sandwiches, or animals in space. Some of the themes make more sense than others. So if you like trivia, learning, or real couples testing each other's knowledge and patience, check out our podcast, Quiz and Hers, part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Quiz and Hers, the trivia podcast where we test each other's knowledge and the strength of our relationship. Let's find out who won. When I do map quizzes, they're never based on population. And that's my own fault. So I don't need the most populous ones. I need the ones that have the most people per square kilometer. Oh, I came up with one good guess. This has got to be number one. I'm just naming little places, and I think that's a a terrible strategy. (laughs) All right. I have my two. All right. I'm done. All right. So I'm going to start at uh, at number 20 on this list. Okay. But 146 people per square kilometer is the Isle of Man. Mm, that's, no. a, that's a dependency of the UK. Right. Uh, then we've got Wales. Oh, I no. know. Going that deep with it. I didn't oh. think, yeah, I never thought about it that way either. <laughs> I just got scratched. Uh, uh, scratch. Andorra. Got it. Nope. Little places. Little place that has 200 people per uh, square kilometer is Italy. Oh, oh, how did that? That one stings. I I figured it was too big. Yeah. Then you got Switzerland. Got it. Thought of it. Germany has 232 people per square kilometer. No. No. Luxembourg. Got it. Thought, Thought about it. Liechtenstein. No. 
So I'm a little confused about how part of this list works. Number 12 here at 272 people is United Kingdom as a whole. I, I did it right, UK. Okay, and you get you get credit for that one. Whew, it was looking real ugly for me. 376 people is Belgium. Got it. Got it. Then number 10 is just England at 424. Got it. Uh, I'm guessing none of you guessed the uh, at 473 people, the European part of Turkey. No. <laughs> yeah. No. I did not. Number eight uh, is the Netherlands. Got it. Got it. And we've got San Marino. No. Didn't get that one. 893 people is Jersey. Oh, yeah, I didn't know we were going like that. <laughs> uh, 955 people is Guernsey. Nope. Mm -mm. 1,500 people per square kilometer is Malta. Got it. Nope. And then the one with the, uh, the lowest population is still number three on population density at 1,600 is the Vatican City. Got it. That's the that's mm -hmm. when I got rolling. That's when I said, "Oh, I've got an idea." Yeah. Yep. Well, I thought that'd be number one. Five thousand people per square kilometer is Gibraltar. No. no. And famously, the most dense country in the world at eighteen thousand nine hundred and sixty people per square kilometer is Monaco. Got, got it. it. Andy, did you get ten? I heard no. you say got it a lot. <laughs> no, one, two, three, four, five, six. How many did you get, Kels? Not enough. I got eight. I have seven. Seven. That brings you to 210 and the lead currently, Andy. Seven. And that brings Andy to 225 and the win. Oh, my first win in a while. Way to go, Andy. I promise I'll never do that again. <laughs> That was tough. I think that's more for your sake than <laughs> yeah, anybody That was else's. really tough. I, I thought it would be but challenging. I'm play around but... with the random uh, Wikipedia was, listings. Yeah. No, that was that was very interesting. I'll just do it for fun from now on. <laughs> I, I, hats off to you just for, like. <laughs> very clever. Very yeah. creative. So thank you, Neil, for a great show. Uh, I am thrilled to finally get this monkey off my back and uh, have a victory in my back pocket. So from all of us, all three of us that are here tonight for Brain Ladle <laughs> Trivia Podcasting, this is your MC Andy saying so long, Ladle Brainers and Kells. Well, this the character of Random Task didn't say anything at Austin Powers, but a line that was said to him was, who throws a shoe, honestly? <laughs> and Neil. So once I was done, I decided I really needed to find a, a song for Lyric Bot to sing at the end. So I, I just started hitting random articles thinking eventually I'd come across a song. But I did even better than that. There's an article on Wikipedia called Mothership. And so <laughs> that inspired LB5K. Starchild, citizens of the universe, recording angels, we have returned to claim the pyramids, partying on the mothership, I am the mothership connection, getting down in 3D.
Light year grooving. Light year. Nice. <laughs> if you hear any noise, ain't nobody but me and the boys. <laughs> so long, later braiders. Signing off. Signing off. <laughs> I couldn't remember what we said. Just totally lost what we normally say. Well, you have your own flair, Andy. It's okay. <laughs> Greetings and salutations all you good trivia people out there. I know what you're thinking. Hey, I really enjoyed this show. Uh, how can I get a little more? Well, here to help you out. You can look up these good people on Twitter at Little Brain. Or Facebook's more your deal. You can look them up at Brain Little Productions. Hey, they've even got their own webpage. It's uh, BrainLittleTrivia.com. Now, if you're feeling generous... You can join a Patreon, where if you donate $10 or more, you can even get yourself a fancy show invite. How about that? Until we meet again, this has been 44, and I'm glad you joined us. Hope I'm out. Sri Lanka. Deva? Uh, sorry. <laughs> I deleted the wrong column in my spreadsheet here. I just read it. I just read what it says here, and let's try that again. Yeah, because I have a haircut and I shower. Um, <laughs> hey, I shower. Do you? I do, but I haven't had a haircut in a while. Can you, <laughs> pro, <laughs> Professor Kanagasabapathy? Can I ask you a question? I. It's just. I just <laughs> he will get a nickname the first day of class. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ralph. Way to get older. <laughs> <laughs> Way to live. <laughs> We did not have died yet. Dude, I am using that from now on. In my <laughs> birthday passing. Way to get older. That is fantastic. Way to get older. Way to go. Good on um, you for getting older. Dude, I noticed how hard you work. Way to, way to get older. Well, you're welcome to it. That was brilliant. Hey, I had a uh, technology probability problem the other day yeah maybe you guys can enlighten me um i got a flat tire on my toyota hybrid i was mm -hmm. coming home i was practically home and the tire started going down so i pulled it in front of the shop and popped open the back and pulled off the, the carpet from the hatch back there and there was a jack so i jacked up the the back wheel and got the tire off and then i went back to get the spare tire it turns out that the Toyota hybrids don't come with a spare tire. Why would they? They're because like that's where the batteries go, which nobody's been able to successfully answer this question for me. And why the fuck did they give me a jack? Why did I pay for a jack if there's no spare tire? Andy, what they don't tell you is that they installed a small camera in the back. <laughs> so they would see you get the jack. And see you walk away and jack up your, your car and take off the tire and come back. And that's the freeze frame that they have is the realization that there's no tire. And they post those on the wall in Toyota and they laugh at you. What's hysterical, too, is it looks like anybody's ever done this for you. You pull off that carpet and there's all the parts in that styrofoam piece. And you're going to when you get the 
jack out and stuff. Then you take that styrofoam piece off and there's the tire. Mm-hmm. And so I do all this and get the car jacked up. And then I go back and like, why won't this styrofoam piece come out? It's like permanently attached. And I rip it out like, oh, cause there's nothing under there. I'm telling that you, there's funny. an intern at Toyota <laughs> who had to make a, a small video where they, they, they freeze frame on your face and they do a slow <laughs> zoom in and they do Carrie's mom. They're all going to laugh at you. that's and and everybody at the office just laughs at you so that's sorry buddy yeah and it gets better because this was thursday where it was raining all day Mm. and actually it was wednesday night i had to take a day off of work because i don't have a spare and uh so being mr fix it i thought i was being really smart like hey you know it's raining it's gonna be out here for a while I'm going to play it safe and put the the back axle on a, a jack stand. And so I jack it up a little bit more, get the jack stand under there. And I'm all proud of myself for being Mr. Safety and using the right tools. And then it rained all day. And slowly throughout the day as I was getting my tire fixed, because I don't have a spare, the jack stand is sinking into the ground. <laughs> so... When I get home with my tire, I'm able to get the tire onto the vehicle, but there's now no way in the world to get the jack stand out from under my car. (laughs) I am jacking up the car as high as it'll go, and the jack is sinking into the mud as well. (laughs) At this point, I started getting angry. I got the jack stand out of from under the car with a sledgehammer, and uh, I'm proud of that. But it was the only way. As God is my witness, I want to find the bastards at Toyota to help me out. That took what should have been a 20 minute project and made it a day and a half. It was it's an underground operation, man. That you won't find the spare tire people like that. <laughs> Completely hidden in secret walls and stuff, but your picture is hanging up in that office. I just want you to know that. <laughs> There's guys having coffee. This really was one of the best ones. Yeah. When, he, yeah. when he couldn't get that jack stand out from under the car, he actually cried. That was oh, funny. Yeah. You might get an award in the mail. That's all, I just, that's all I just want you to know. Sorry for interrupting. It just came up with technological probabilities. <laughs> The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions, all rights reserved.